Hello and welcome to the episode number 13, the John and Christian Podcast. Today we will be reviewing a truly classic movie in cinema. This movie is called The Goonies. And we hope you enjoy. Cue the music. Booyah. All right, hello and welcome to the John and Christian Podcast, episode number 13. Hopefully this uh, this take works, because last time we recorded, we got a couple minutes into it and realized we never hit record, but here we are. John, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. How are you doing? Good, man. You having a good Sunday so far? Yes. Okay, good stuff. All right, well, today, today's episode should not be as long as our last one. We're going to be reviewing The Goonies, but first, let's just jump right into it, John. Let's hit us with the joke, man. Got it. Okay. Why did the teddy bear say no dessert to dessert? Because she was stuffed. Oh my gosh, dude. Your jokes are getting lamer. (laughs) All right. We need to work on that. Next, next, next podcast. We're going to come in with a great joke. (laughs) No, no, that's one of the kids jokes. I just look up jokes for kids and this popped up as number three. Wow. Number three. Hey, do me a favor. Tilt your mic up a little bit and keep it like pretty close to your face, all right? Just make sure we can uh, it grabs your voice well. What did we watch this week, John? What uh, what movies did you watch besides the Goonies? Before we jump into the Goonies, what else? What else have you been watching? Well, I saw like two hours worth of The Irishman. We did not finish it yet, but we have an hour through of the film. Okay, so that's you're watching that in film school, right? Yes, I am. That's awesome. What do you think after the first two hours? I kind of enjoyed it. It's a little draggy a little bit from the film, the first half of the film. Yeah. It's a bit of, what do I say? It moves, a, it moves a little slow in that first half, huh? Yeah. I feel like once he meets, he's definitely met Jimmy Hoffa at this point though, right? Yeah. Once he meets yeah. Jimmy Hoffa, that's when it gets pretty good. Yeah. Like who plays him? Is it Al Pacino? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I love Al Pacino. He's like, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure he's overrated or underrated actor. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe that's that's a question to tackle another podcast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Because there's a, because the only impression is I know about him. Um, I forgot what it was, but I know the other one. She has a great. what's that from heat that's from heat oh my gosh dude we have to tell the children at home to put some earmuffs on so they don't hear that quote (laughs) i would just bleep it out (laughs) i might have to um okay so what Mm -hmm. else did you watch you were watching the prodigy earlier today yeah yeah i need to finish that movie um i just i feel like a little over under underwhelming uh the film now because he's because that movie's kind intense oh yeah okay hell you know what i watched this week i watched raging bull how was That's that pretty it, it was pretty good it we weren't in the right mood to watch it i watched it with one of my roommates and uh i don't think we were in the right mood to completely enjoy it but uh that has close connections to the irishman because we yeah, have joe true. pesci robert de niro and then scorsese directed it too 
Yeah, and also Joe Pesci did other films out of Scorsese. I come alone. And I come alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched that. I watched John Wick last night. Have you seen John Wick? Oh, I saw the first one. I've never seen the second one yet. Okay, same. I just watched the first one last night. Oh, John's holding it up. He's got it in his hand. Wait, you have the second one? You just haven't watched it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you need, you need to watch that soon. And I was thinking too, and also I put this on the reviews on the reviews that we need to review anyway. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, we made a whole list of movies we could potentially review. Guess John Wick's on there. Must have forgotten. Yeah. Um, and the second one too. Yeah, the second one too. Awesome. Okay, so John Wick, Watch Raging Bull. I think that was all the movies I watched this week. And then, of course, The Goonies. Are you ready to uh, dive a little deeper into The Goonies? Give it a full review, John? Yes, let's do this. All right, let's do it. All right, so the Goonies, John. I know you took some notes, so why don't you start us off by leading us by reading us um, a couple of I don't even know what your notes really are, kind of the, the facts or the people behind certain aspects of the movie. Let's hear it. I'm just going to do that, yes. Okay, hold okay. it up to the camera first so I can get it. There we go, man. That's a full... He's got a full page of notes. All right, let's hear him. Well, Make basically, sure. there's... There's behind, too. Oh, wow. Front and back. All right, let's zoom through him. Hey, make sure you're you when you read it, you're talking to the mic, okay? Okay. All right, let's hear him. So, the guy... So the the director of the film is Richard Donner. Um, okay. he's um how to describe how to describe Richard Donner? I don't know. I, I mean, I can only describe him based off this movie. I think this is probably what other movies have has he done? I didn't do any research prior to this. I'm counting on John. Um, well, basically, you saw the last half of Sloth and like yeah, this yeah, yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. So basically, he did Superman. Oh, he did Superman. Okay. And also Lethal Weapon. Okay, sweet. So he's he's done a couple of big movies. Yeah, but there's an, there's another big name that produced this movie. I know that. Yeah, I know. Uh, he also direct and also he produced it too. Walter Donner is a producer of the film too. Oh, sweet. He did well. Basically, you talk about Spielberg, but he's the exclusive producer. It's different. Executive producer. Gotcha. There's a difference. See, this is why I need to go into film school. <laughs> you know the differences. I don't. All right. Keep going. Yeah. Um. It is produced by Harvey Bernhard. I'm not sure who he, that person is. <laughs> okay. Me neither. Keep going. Um. The screenplay. The screenplay of the film is Chris Columbus. Um. He's well known. He's well known for his directorial work. Of Mrs. Delphire, Harry Potter, oh my. the first two, Went, and Home Alone. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Those are Harry Potter and Home Alone. Those are two classics. And also and also is storied by Steven Spielberg. Spielberg's the best, man. Love he, him. Yes. Big dog. Big dog. <laughs> yeah, big dog, yes. I cannot wait to see the new upcoming film of his. Indiana Jones? Well, that, uh, but he's working on a musical. 
Oh no way! About what? Um, it's about these lat 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 Latin people come to New York. Okay. Um, you might know this. It's like the Jets. Tree after Quipky, Quip you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that one. Well, right, you... <laughs> it's, it's West Side Story. Oh, West Side Story. Okay, I, I'm not like super into musicals, so I actually don't know very much about West Side Story. All right, let's keep running through these notes because your list is very long. We might have to cut it short. Maybe just tell us some important people. Okay, and I got some a few of the cast on the few main cast. Okay, good. That's all we want to hear. Is Sean Astin. Mm. Um, he plays. Um, he plays one of the hobbits from the Lord of the Rings movies. No, he's he's not a hobbit. He's Samwise Gimgee, dude. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, oh no, Gimgee. he definitely is a hobbit. Hobbit. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, Sam. I just forgot the character's name in the movie, yeah. so I just think <laughs> Hobbit. <laughs> and we have Josh Brolin. Brolin. Um, he also did Thanos. Mine. Yeah. Invincible. <laughs> so, dude, straight off the bat, by the way, let's talk about those two characters. You have arguably, I know that um, obviously the Lord of the Rings movies are based off a of book and whatnot, but Samwise Gimgee, arguably one of the most important characters, probably the number two most important character, arguably the number one post- most important character, and one of the greatest film trilogies of all time. And you have Thanos, arguably the greatest villain in all all of movies of all time just in terms of like how iconic and how big of a character he is and this was them as a child as child children actually i guess brolin's a teenagers bit yeah but brolin's a little bit older and uh Mikey yeah or uh, sean Astin in this is a little bit younger but two yeah, iconic yeah. characters in the same movie when they were children that's pretty incredible yeah there's not just also that one too it's like other memorable actors too yeah, but those two are crazy. Those two are crazy big. Yeah. Like, there's Jeff Cohen. He plays by Chunk. Oh, Chunk. <laughs> you kind of look like Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, keep going. And also, there's Corey Feldman as Mouth. Okay, Corey Feldman. Uh Corey Feldman does a movie in the 1990s. Um, he's like a 1990s actor. Um, he did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's another classic and series. And there's Carrie Green, um, played by Andy. Okay. Martha Plimpton. Okay. And Steph. And Sweet. Keith. And Ki-Hu Kwan. Interesting. Gotcha. As Data. Data, yeah. Yeah. And also, in this movie, this is his, I'm not sure his first or second movie of this. Um, Does one lady know he did an Indiana Jones movie? Wait, The guy that played Data. Oh, no way. I didn't know that. Do you ever see the second, do you see the second one? No, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Is that you want me to talk about? Is that it? Yeah, that's perfect. We got the cast. We got the main people behind the movie. You want to jump into the plot? Let's jump onto the plot. 
All right, so I took a couple notes while I was watching. So first, we start out in the cop chase. Really, the, yeah. the uh, prison escape, which at the time, you know, when you're watching. So I didn't watch The Goonies in forever, so I didn't really remember the plot. I knew they were going on like a treasure adventure of some sorts. Um, but I forgot about the whole Fratelli uh, dynamic of the movie. So start out with the cop chase. You're not really sure what's going on as a, as a viewer. And then we cut we cut over to Mikey's house. You know, the first thing that happens when we get to Mikey's house? What? Chunk arrives. And you, what, do, what do they make Chunk do in order to get in? To the trouble shuffle. The trouble shuffle. One of the one of the great, that's one of my favorite scenes in all movies is the truffle shuffle scene. Want me to tell you a quick story, John? Sure. When I was a little kid, I was pretty chubby. And I, I don't bro- see that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll, sh- I'll send you pictures. When I was a kid, I was pretty chubby. So my older brother and a couple of his friends, they'd lock me out of the house. And you know what I would have to do to get back in? The truffle shuffle. I'd have to do the truffle shuffle, man. It was very demeaning at the time. But looking back, pretty hilarious. And you know what else they used to do? This was arguably worse. Is they would take... Have you ever had the, like... Uh, it's like... Uh, it comes in, like... You know the cans that you can squirt, like, whipped cream in? Yeah. But it was it was it, cheese. It was, like, string... It was, like, a cheese Whiz or oh. whatever. Oh, yeah. They would hold me down, pry my mouth open, and squirt it into my mouth. Oh, the my most, God. I know. <laughs> Just straight nasty. Okay, anyways. So we start out. We got Chunk. Chunk arrives, does the truffle shuffle. Is that a great scene, man? Doesn't that just make you love Chunk? Yeah, same here. Like the other, the the at Mikey's house, um, during that scene, um, probably the same scene when Data comes in and do a zipline. Yeah, no, that's next. So next we got Data coming in on zipline. Another great entrance. Um, I think that was perfect to fit Data's character yeah. and the role he would play throughout the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, but he, but well, in this movie, in this movie, he was playing a tape. Of, I mean, he was playing of it. tape. Well, do you seen the insert? Like it's like, like a split second insert thing from the movie. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has a tape. that says da na da na da na da na na. Yeah. A so basically, he's uh, so basically. His interest is James Bond. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's right. We were talking about that earlier. He does some James some James Bond vibes going on with him, huh? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the names, dude. What a great what a great slew of names for characters, right? We got Chunk. Yeah. Chunk. Mikey. Mouth. Which Mikey's not that of a cool name, but Mouth. Mouth's great. Yeah. Data. Data, and that's really the main the main four in the squad, really. And then, of course, Brandon. Well, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon is brother. Basically, he's in the main cast. Basically, he's like number two, yeah. or yeah, he's, he's number two part in the cast. Gotcha. Okay. And also, well, there's Andy. Yeah. Yeah. And re- and Steph. Yeah, that's like the main squad. But amongst the like four youngest kids, it's really Mikey. Mouth, Data, and uh, Chunk, good old Chunk. So yeah, Andy Fred, is the Andy is the oldest in the group. He's oh, wow. eighteen. Gotcha. All right, let's keep moving through the plot. Plot. So right off the bat, we get introduced to all the main characters. Um, dude, the scene I love from this is when Mouth is translating to the maid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the like, part. 
<laughs> that was so funny. Like I, ever since that scene, I loved Mouth. Like he was yeah. hilarious. He was telling the maid to like put the put the marijuana and the drugs in the top drawer, and then drawer in his feet, and <laughs> yeah, all those bad things. And then yeah, he yeah, uh, the second drawer in the bottom is heroin. Yeah, <laughs> and then they uh took her to another room and he said yeah this is where we lock the maids when uh they behave poorly or something like that before before that one is this mr walsh won't 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 put, won't put someone be up at the attic <laughs> and then mouse says that's all mrs walsh's um sex oh, torture gosh. oh yeah that's right i forgot Devices. about that <laughs> mouth mouth was hilarious at that scene so that was really funny um and then the parents leave, or the mom leaves, they go in the attic, and they, Chunk, of course, drops a map frame, and they get the treasure map. And this is when the that, plot thickens, yeah. huh? Yeah, the plot thickens. And then, so, yeah. what's on that treasure map, John, you remember? Um, the year, I think. Yeah, the year, and it really just kind of tells them that there was a, there's a supposed ship somewhere on the coastline that has yeah. buried treasure. Yeah, I'm not sure you know this. I just when I was looking at the film, um, the film's locations is in the locations of the film. Oh wow! Where? So basic, so basically, the beach part is by 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 Doga Bay in California. Okay. Gotcha. And That's rest of you. them is what? That's over by you. Yeah, but over by me, and this one might be over you if you take this. PhD or something like that with an accounting teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Um, okay, we got to keep moving through the plot. We got, a lot of, we got a lot of stuff to cover. All right, so the map leads them to this kind of what they thought was like an abandoned restaurant on the coast. Yes. And they go inside and come to find out the Fratellis are inside, the people who had yeah. escaped from the prison. Yeah, one of the two main characters, one of the two characters for the Fatalities makes me makes me laugh. Which one? Joe Patelli. Is he the one that uh, sings? I think so. I cannot figure the picture out. Okay. Gotcha. Well, yes, they get to the restaurant. And they run into the Fratellis. Long story short. They end up, they find a dead body. They find a big kind of deformed dude chilling who we later find out is Sloth. They go down mm-hmm. a tunnel under the restaurant, but Chunk gets left behind, huh? Yeah, yeah. This was another great um, scene when, when they tell they tell Chunk to tell him everything and he starts talking, he starts telling those stories. You remember that? Yeah. Hey, what time we about to be to fat camp? he said they said my mom sent me to fat camp and they fed me nuts but I ate too many so they sent me home (laughs) I think that's what the story was and the worst part is I bought I bought a bag of fake fake I was over in a fake fake barf and I (laughs) leaned over and the bag the bag went open and I would throw up in the (laughs) catorium John's doing some excellent impressions right now because he was basically crying when he was telling them. So that happens. And then this just takes us down the hole. We don't need to go into details, but basically they go down this long tunnel, bunch of booby traps from One-Eyed Willie, who is a person who yeah. had supposedly hidden the treasure. 
Um, and this eventually, the Fratellis start chasing after them. So it turns into kind of a suspenseful escape from the Fratellis, but also get to the treasure. And eventually, man, they make it to the treasure ship, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but there's one I more. Agree. Yeah, and then the Fratellis catch up, though, huh? Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah. What are you looking up right now? Yeah. Um, the you, you know the guy I was talking about, Joe Patelio? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking for his character. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, keep keep talking. Okay, keep going. Sweet. So yeah, they get to going. the they get to the end. They find the the ship. There's tons of treasure in it, but the Fratellis catch up. So they... I got his name. Okay. I got his name. Let's hear it. It's Francis Fratelli. We know. Is that who's who's the guy who sings that who's the character's name who sings that guy? I can't remember, man. I I never I didn't remember the the. My name is name. Jake. Yeah, I don't Jake Fatetti. Yeah, I'm not sure which is which though. So, anyways, so John, they get to the end. They get to the ship. The Fratellis catch up, and then who comes and basically saves the day? Sloth and Chuck. Sloth and Chuck come flying in, man. <laughs> Explain to everybody who Sloth is, because I think I kind of passed over Sloth. Um, the guy who played him is actually a football player. Oh wow. Yeah, but tell everybody like to... what his character is. Like, uh, he's like deformed. Yeah, he's a little bit deformed. His his eyes are all sideways and whatnot. But he is a Fratelli. Yeah, he is. He's the innocent one. Yeah, he is. The he's best, really big the and strong most... guy. Yeah, and the th- and the third one, the the basically the rest of the Fratellis were are bad. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So yeah. him and Chunk come in. They save the day. They escape. Um, bad news was that they didn't really get to keep that much of the treasure. They got to keep a couple jewels. But they escape. Yeah. And then the Fratellis end up getting caught by the police. And then a cool part mm-hmm. at the end is that uh, One-Eyed Willie, I guess, when he set up all the traps, that um, there was a certain trap set up that when they, I guess when they left the cave, it created like a... Uh, like the wall to get blown out somehow, and the ship just sailed off by itself, huh? Yeah. So all in all, man, pretty good, pretty good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. So how long have we been talking? We're at like twenty-five minutes, which is pretty good. Not oh bad. wow! So we can hey, we can get into uh, our best actor, who we think takes home the show for the best actor. Oh. Huh? Well. It's- Depends on the quips of the actor. The like, what? You know, um, like quips, like um, the best, funniest moments. Yeah, that's true. Who do you think won the movie, man? I got mine. I'll give you mine, okay? I think mine will be between mouth and chunk. <laughs> okay, mine's mouth. Mouth, Mouth is my favorite character. He won the movie for me, man. He said some funny stuff, and uh, I, lo- I loved his character. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty hey, good. you guys. <laughs> that sloth, dude. <laughs> All right, but that hey, that I leads know. us right into our next or next one. What's your favorite line from the movie? Now, I, I got a couple. I'll read them, okay? And then I know you got a couple, but you're gonna give some impressions, okay? Got it. All right, so first quote. I, I thought this was hilarious coming from Mouth. It's when uh, Bran was about to kiss Andy, and Mouth goes, yeah, man, slipper the tongue. 
<laughs> that was great. And then uh, when they finally got, you know, when they got to the first, like the bottom of the fountain with all the coins, you remember that part? Yes. Yes. I told you about, I talked to you about that line. Yeah. yeah. And you remember, you remember uh, data goes, wow, it's a giant piggy bank. I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty funny. I felt it. For yeah. Data good. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, this was a great one too. When, um, Chunk is talking about, uh, talking to Sloth and Sloth started eating something and he goes, Chunk it's goes, it's a babe, babe, babe booth. Yeah, yeah. Chunk goes, geez, mister, you're even hungrier than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so those are, yeah. those are a couple of my favorite lines. I think the last one takes the award for my favorite line. Yeah, that's true. And this one, I know that movie is a product placement for Babe Ruth. Oh, yeah. I did have a little bit of product placement for that, huh? All right. You want to hit us for a couple of your lines? I know you got a couple. Yeah, that's true. Well, one of them is, hey, you guys, (laughs) from Sloth. Yeah. Um, And and Mikey says, the Goonies never say die. Yeah, that's a a good one. That one's very sentimental. So basically, the same. Basically, it's the same. It's actually basically the same scene that. Oh wow, that's a giant piggy bank. Part. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's when they're down there, huh? Yeah, and also there's mouse. Hey, this is my coin, my wish. My wish did not come true. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it all back. Yeah, that's a great one. That was that was probably yeah. Matt's most like sentimental moment, huh? Yeah, I, I think, I think he's overrated, Corey Feldman. You think he's overrated? Maybe underrated. Underrated? You think he's better than most people think, or worse than most people think? Um, the the best. Better. Okay, so he's, you think he's underrated? And this movie, I agree. I haven't kept up with his other movies. Well, you should try to watch. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no, I should, huh? Um, okay. You got any other words to talk about the movie before we give it a rating? Any, any other things that stuck out to you? Mm, I want to talk about the aesthetic of the film, like the cinematography, the music. Yeah, let's do it. Stuff. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that. What yeah, do you think of you... the cinematography? What do you think of the cinematography? I thought it was pretty good, especially for a movie that came out in 1985, man. I'm not, like, super... I'm keen on the history of cinematography by any means, but, uh, um, you know, I thought it was good. I thought they did a couple cool things. I thought the way they presented the ship was cool. How the, the ship flew out at the end. That was definitely probably one of the most like aesthetically pleasing, uh, parts of the movie, in my opinion. Um, I didn't feel like they had, they did a ton, um, in terms of like creativity in terms of the aesthetics, like, I didn't think there was anything that groundbreaking, yeah. but then it was like 1985. But what do you think? Yeah, I I enjoyed that um, that part you just said um, that yeah. scene. I like the scene of the I like the mix of cinematography and editing in the the beginning of the film. Cinematography and editing at the beginning, like when? What part? What scene? Um, the jail the jail the jailscape one. Oh yeah, the jailscape was cool. That was a cool scene. Yeah. And then I guess like, there's, there's a like lot a, that yeah, keep on. Well, basically, I like that scene because how like fast paced the editing is, like coming to camera, it's like multiple area. 
Yeah, they got a lot going on. And then to add on to that, one of the cool scenes is how they got Data to come in, too. That probably was moderately difficult in terms of cinematography. That Yeah, that's true. Like, he was, like, right there, and then he's, like, getting something, like, and he's, like, Rah! Yeah, he came in on the zip line, huh? Yeah. Yeah, because when when he didn't do that, he might be bent over. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, anything else you want to touch on there? Cinematography, sound, filming, editing. Oh, Any, you notice anything from your film school that you were like, wow, I know what that means now? Yeah. That's awesome. You're becoming a pro. I know. <laughs> anything so, else you want to add? Um, The film editing. Film editing? Okay, what'd you think? I liked, I liked it. Yeah, you liked it? What'd you like? I have nothing to say about it, but I'm just saying it's very good. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. To me, it's hard for me to separate cinematography and editing. I probably need to do a better job of understanding what each one means, but um, I thought all in all it was pretty good, huh? Yeah, yeah. And also the art direct, art direction of the film. Yeah, art direction was cool. Art direction was great. Like, yeah, like the sets. Yeah, and... yeah. Like data, data, I don't know if you noticed, but data and uh, I think it was Chunk, they were rocking some fresh Nikes, like some dope Nike shoes. Yeah. Those, the shoes, the Nike shoes from the 80s are awesome, and they both had like high top Jordans. It was great. So, as far as yeah. costume designs, I appreciated that. We need to get you a pair yeah, of those high top Jordans, huh? True, true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, part of. Well, can I, can I finish about the art art direction thing? Yeah, of course. Um, I like the art direction thing for the ship. It's authentic. Yeah. Very authentic. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say, yeah, it's like, it feels like we're in the 1600s. Yeah, a little bit, huh? That was yeah. Cool. That's a good point. That is probably the, the, the part of the movie where they show off the most in terms of art direction, huh? Yeah. Um. Do you see how? Do you see how the, all the cast members was looking at ship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually they're he they're not allowed like behind the scenes for the film for the movie, so I had to see that by its by its own first time. So basically, those those reactions that he they saw the ship is actually real reactions. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. they never went, they never went to the set for the for the ship. Oh ever, wow! Until the end of the film. That's crazy. Yeah. Dang. All right, we're right, at 30, we're right at thirty three minutes, man. You ready to rate this thing? Yes, I am. Okay, you want to go first? How many salamis are you giving it? <clears throat> I'll take a. Okay, I'm going to say I'll put it as a 9, 9.5. 9.5 salamis. That's very strong. That's a very strong salami score for the Goonies. Hey, but it's a classic. I like it. For me, I'm going with 8.1 salamis. Hmm. Solid movie. Loved it. Everybody should see the Goonies. Doesn't quite break the 9 barrier for me. Still loved it. Yeah, basically they're all teenagers. 
Yeah, they are all teenagers. <laughs> yeah. There's one that I know the young the youngest is Chunk. Yeah, a little, little chunker. Um okay, hey, you wanna tell everybody what we're yeah. gonna record next week? Oh, uh, for next week we're um we're broadcasting our predictions for the Oscars. Heck yeah, we are, man. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna win this year. We'll have a little competition going, see who can get the most categories right. I'm gonna get this one right. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. All right. So we have that to look I know. To. Yeah, but I know who my win for best for best cinematography. Well, you gotta save it for next week. <laughs> Sean looks upset. Hey, man, hold the people in suspense. All right, you got any last words to say to our fans, people who are still listening? Um, just want to let you know. Um, Godspeed. That's your go-to, man. All right, we'll see you all next week.